Hello, kings and queens. You're listening to Affirmations of Excellence, an offering of personal devotions to fuel your week. I am your guide, Ariel Ellis, and I'm so excited to create a space of encouragement and inspiration for each of you. The person who lives a life of excellence is one who is willing to do and to dare. As living souls made in God's image, we are not called to mediocrity. We are called to excellence. Excellence is the result of a prosperous, well-lived, and fulfilled life. And this podcast is for those who sense a royal calling on your life. Those who are learning to hear God's voice and clarity and need motivation for the assignment. And who want to live out his calling with excellence. Each week, we'll explore themes of everyday life and talk through ways to escape mediocrity and find true fulfillment. Excellence is where your worth becomes who you are. It's not about proving yourself every single time. It's about putting your best effort ahead of yourself every time. But what happens when procrastination gets the best of you? It does get the best of us from time to time. Whether it's doing laundry, making a phone call, writing a report, paying a bill, we are all prone to procrastination at some points. Some of us have it worse than others, to the point where we let it damage our relationships and our reputations. Procrastination is a kind of ethical disease that continually hinders the excellence of an individual. It stagnates progress and it suffocates dreams. It's not just the act of avoiding or delaying a task. It also includes performing tasks that are counterproductive or irrational or just plain old unnecessary. It's a tug of war between the rational and the emotional. What I'd like to be doing versus what I should be doing. So how do we keep procrastination from hindering our excellence? Let's dive in. Kings and Queens, be sure to rate, share, and subscribe as you listen today. And to support this podcast, visit my page on anchor.fm and click support. Delay, putting it off, pushing it back, that assignment, that task, that thing, I'll do it tomorrow. We appropriate many things for tomorrow when, in fact, we don't know the first thing about tomorrow. Truth is, tomorrow is never for certain. So being satisfied with how you left today is the only thing you can truly measure. Every now and then, I procrastinate. Usually, my procrastination is honestly due to a lack of focus. Several years ago, I was diagnosed with adult ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. The diagnosis came much later in adulthood, but the symptoms have been present since I was a child. How could the type A overachiever since birth, like me, have ADHD? How in the world did I make it to 30-something without a diagnosis? According to ADAA, the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, less than 20% of adults with ADHD have been diagnosed or treated, and of those, only about a quarter ever seek help. Additionally. Women are often underdiagnosed as children, and studies have estimated that 50 to 75% of girls with ADHD aren't diagnosed, especially well-behaved girls with good grades and highly intelligent women with professional success. Sound familiar? 
Women have a tendency to exhibit the inattentive type ADHD, which makes it hard to focus, pay attention to details, stay organized, listen, and remember things. The diagnosis is more common for women and girls only after seeking treatment for anxiety or depression. And this was me. During a tough phase a while back, I knew something was off balance with me. So I sought counseling for anxiety and depression, which after several sessions led to the ADHD diagnosis. I declined medication and I understood the long-standing controversy that ADHD didn't really exist, but that didn't mean my ongoing pattern of symptoms were not real and progressive. My short attention span, the way I'm easily distracted at times, how sometimes I have trouble completing tasks or even have had periods of poor time management, things I had been silently experiencing since childhood. Women often live with ADHD undiagnosed because the condition has traditionally thought to affect mostly men. So while my drive and my work ethic is going nonstop, so is my brain and it drains the life out of me. Not to mention, I fluidly function between the left brain and the right brain. I can be analytical, structured, and strategic. And minutes later, I'm flighty, creative, and whimsical. It could be so much easier to pick a side, but when I can't, it's procrastination that wins. When I find myself procrastinating, I have to ask myself, why? Is it because I'm tired or just plain unmotivated? Is it because I'm distracted by too much or I'm uninspired by too little? Is it because I've been overly stimulated in one area and have had no stimulation in another? Either way, I hate when I procrastinate because it makes me feel mediocre. And as I always like to say, mediocrity is the enemy of excellence. And I honestly believe that procrastination is a tool of the enemy. Yes, our brains need a break, especially if yours is like mine, always on and always going. But if you've ever stopped to assess the value of a task and why you might lack motivation for it, you might find a force at work trying to hold you back from gaining the blessing that is in completing a basic or timely task with excellence. And in that case, you desperately need to find a method to escape the mediocrity that procrastination is pushing you toward. If I think back, I may have procrastinated or waste time en route to some of the most amazing blessings of my life. Why I waited and delayed, I don't know. I have some ideas that I'll share a little bit that point to the root of procrastination. The answers might vary. It's bad enough at times where I guilt myself to the point of just not completing the task at all. But most of the time, I've had some of the most awesome experiences, even when I just couldn't pull myself together in the fashion that I would have hoped to. But once I got there, it was life-changing and it made me wonder, why were you dragging this out? Or this was a great decision. What took you so long? Or wow, Ariel, had you started this sooner? Things might've turned out even better. And with those priceless lessons to fall back on, we still find a way not to do what we should. A scientific study was done in 2018 where researchers used an MRI to study the brains of 264 men and women. Afterward, the participants filled out a survey to analyze how impulsive or decisive they were. 
Participants were given a score for their decision-related action orientation, which essentially divided them into doers or procrastinators. People with poor action control were considered the procrastinators, and they had a larger amygdala on average. The amygdala is the region of the brain associated with controlling emotions such as fear. It's also where the flight or fight response is initiated. These people appear to be more state-oriented, which means they tend to hesitate in initiating an intention and tend to delay the beginning of tasks without any good reason. In other words, people who procrastinate may be simply more cautious and need more motivation for certain tasks than others. The study basically presented findings that People who procrastinate can actually have fear linked to their work, so they need to delay the start. Not to mention, those who had a track record of producing great work sometimes associated everything they did with their self-worth and sense of perfection. So if you add the busy mind of someone who's constantly on the go, the avoidance of a task, any unhealthy or unproductive distraction, other life priorities that grab the emotions, Perhaps a little regret from past decisions or past disappointments with a lack of self-worth and value, and then sprinkle in a set of expectations and uncertain outcomes, you've got a really great recipe for procrastination at its finest. Sometimes you hit a wall and can't get past one thing, so you can't even process how to approach the next one. Sometimes you get easily distracted and you're multitasking, so you never really experience the satisfaction of completion or celebrate getting anything done before you have to move on to something else. Sometimes you struggle with delayed gratification. It's just not that important or rewarding to you, so you keep putting it off. Sometimes the task is so big and so important, you get really anxious about the outcomes and you keep putting it off until you can no longer avoid it. And sometimes what looks like procrastination may actually be a symptom of something more serious, such as depression, anxiety, or attention problems. Your behavior seems to be causing you distress and significantly affecting your performance regularly. When procrastination is a habit, it can be tied to two emotions directly, fear and or desire. Let's talk about those two roots of procrastination, fear and desire, as they relate to excellence. Desire and fear are the two main forces involved when it comes to action or inaction. Desire is the fuel that moves you forward. It makes you want excellence more than anything else. Without desire, you have no driving force for action. Meanwhile, fear is like that fog that surrounds you. It paralyzes you from moving forward. It hinders your excellence and stalls any good action toward forward progress and gratifying results. When you have less desire than fear, procrastination will happen. When you have more desire than fear, action will take place. But when there's a lack of desire combined with a feeling of fear, procrastination is always sure to take hold. When I think back to some of my worst acts of procrastination, I would say that I was experiencing a combination of low desire and a little fear. I want great outcomes, but my desire is to place my time and my interests elsewhere instead of performing the tasks needed to get what I actually desire. All the while, deep down, 
I don't feel like I actually deserve any of the good that comes out of the task. And I fear that maybe my level of worthiness or adequacy won't cut it. What about you? Do you struggle with procrastination? Is it not a routine problem for you, but when you do procrastinate, you have big regrets that you did? After the fact, does your procrastination result in a good, bad, or mediocre outcome? Take a second to think about it. Kings and queens, fighting procrastination takes diligence, steady, earnest, energetic effort. To be diligent is to ignore that temptation to procrastinate and fall behind as a result. The problem is not that we procrastinate every once in a while. That's not the issue. But the problem is when procrastination becomes a perpetual habit, we ultimately can't get anything done. In order to break away from the procrastination in our lives, we have to consider a couple of things. First, we have to know what distracts us. Things that tear us away from what's important because they feel more urgent or they're just more fun to indulge in. These things are not happening at random. There is a power at work and the goal is to get you off your game and delay the blessings that await. Second, we have to be willing to lay down our agendas so that the most important people in our lives don't feel like distractions. When you procrastinate to show care, spend time, and create connection, you miss out again on a hidden jewel of knowledge or of love or of opportunity that you didn't even know you were seeking. Whether it's desire or fear, you should ask yourself, why am I keeping myself from all these great possibilities? Set limits in your behavior so you won't sabotage your own peace or your own happiness. Remember, kings and queens, procrastination isn't only a time stealer. It's a joy stealer. It can rob you of the wonderful things God has waiting for you. If we fall away from purpose and lean too close to self-reliance and ignore the hope and optimism of excellence, we can miss out. So what are you waiting for? What are you putting off that could actually move your life forward? What steps do you need to take to remove the habits or limit the distractions that lead you into procrastination? Likely after this episode, you'll be able to pinpoint exactly what's holding you back. God may give you an uncommon approach to finding that out. God truly does want the best for us. We just have to believe we deserve it. We have to increase the desire for the things he wants for us and decrease the fear That's not progressing us. Prolonged delay in anything God wants you to do can make you completely miss your destiny. Because when you let go of mediocrity, you make room for excellence. Mediocrity may be a stage of mind, but it should never become a state of mind. You have been chosen for a divine assignment. You have to work the excellence in you. It's the door to more. And more requires that you maximize what God has given you and that you do it without hesitation. Now that we've intercepted procrastination, let's pursue these affirmations for the week. Say this with me. Procrastination will not keep me from my destiny. I am committed to finishing what I start. 
I will do more than try. I will take action and follow through. I delight in the joy of completion. I will make things happen now rather than later. I am worthy of every achievement and every blessing. Kings and Queens, may you be fully equipped to master excellence in the world this week. Go be excellent and don't forget your crowns. <laughs>